welcome back to Optimistically Salty. My name is Tracy and today we're going to talk about a little bit of a challenge for July. If you choose to participate or if this is something that interests you in that middle of the year trying to regain some level of momentum that may have never even started for the year. Here we are. Enjoy. Welcome back to Optimistically Salty. My name is Tracy, and today we're going to talk about July. Um, I'm glad sometimes that this is a podcast because I'm making a lot of like weird jazz hand hand gestures right now and you're missing it but they're really great um for the month of july because i have recently accrued a little extra self-knowledge i am trying to manage my life a little bit differently i'm trying to stay in my own lane more often i'm trying to get a little bit more solid about what my goals are for myself and for my life, and I'm trying to use some different techniques to better manage my time and to get the things done that are important because I'm really good at being busy and somehow not accomplishing the things that move me towards the goals that I have vaguely set in my mind. So I know that I have a hard time with things being concrete. As soon as something is solid, like I'm like, this is my goal, I run the other direction. So recognizing that I need it to be, this is the direction I'm heading as opposed to this is the specific goal I'm setting (laughs) has to be part of the equation. I'm recognizing that when I'm trying out new techniques, they are definitely going to fail at least three times before I can kind of figure out all the tweaks that I need to make to have them be more successful. And well, let's just get into it. Let me talk about some of the techniques that I've been utilizing. So uh, first up is the Pomodoro, which is all about using a timer, specifically a tomato timer, if you can find one, to wait, did I say Pomodoro? Now I'm wondering, is that a hat or a tomato in Italian? Awkward pause, brain can't remember. All right, well, there is a system where you use your tomato timer, you set your timer, and you give really intense focus for whatever amount of time, and then you give yourself a timed break. So I have started working with that. It's not going great because I am having a hard time figuring out the right times as far as how much time I can spend intensely focused on a certain topic. This is partially an ADHD. um, This is a neurodiverse issue anyways. Like the understanding of time is, it's a little bit weird. Um, I always under or overestimate how much time something's going to take If I have an appointment at four o'clock in the afternoon, the odds of me doing anything productive for the entire day are pretty slim because I'm so focused on the thing that's coming up at four o'clock. 
Um, if I think, okay, I need to leave the house in half an hour, that gives me time to watch an hour long show, take a shower, get dressed, get my kids ready to go and go. Like my brain just can't, time is weird. So using a timer to manage my time feels like all I want to do is rebel against it. But what happens when the timer goes off is I get a break. So I get a reward. So it's kind of creating a good feedback loop, but it's challenging for me to assess like how much time I need to plan for things. And I like to overestimate my ability to focus because I know I'm capable of hyper-focusing when it's interesting. So I kind of am thinking, well, yeah, I could spend an hour doing this. And the reality is when it's not something of interest, I'm probably more likely to only be able to spend like 10 or 15 minutes at a go. So I have a learning curve of just better understanding what works for me and what doesn't. The second thing is time blocking. And this is actually something I'm introducing more this week because I was still learning about it last week. Um, Time blocking is about dedicating chunks of your day to different tasks. And the big thing for me with this one is that there's the busyness that seems to take over the day. And then The busyness burns me out, so I want to take a break, but instead of taking breaks that, like, feed my sensory system and restore me and care for myself, I end up, like, I'll just watch a show, which then turns into three episodes, and then I'm depressed, weird, and not functioning. So I'm trying to break that cycle by giving myself time blocking of this is what's happening this time of the day, this is what's happening that time of the day. It helps to have an expectation I also recognize, if you've listened to earlier episodes, I tend to have kind of a rebellious um, nature in that you tell me to do something, it's probably going to be a no. And if I tell myself to do something, it's probably also going to be a no. So it has to be almost like a tricky choice (laughs) to use my time, especially if it's something that I don't really want to do, which brings me to my final new tool that I'm working with, which is called body doubling. Body doubling is about tackling tasks that are tricky for you to get done by having another person doing something similar. And I guess the example will be if I see this, like if my mom's visiting and she gets up and goes and starts to wash dishes, I will be right there. Like, oh, let's clean the kitchen. Yep, I'm here. Um, if somebody is doing yard work, I'm like, oh, I should, I should go do my yard work too. There's like a, a natural mimicking mechanism or something that's like, oh, I should do that too. So I am trying body doubling using two different techniques. Um, one, I pop onto YouTube and look for somebody doing the thing that I need to do and don't want to do, like cleaning the kitchen, washing dishes, loading, um, folding laundry, whatever I'm stuck on, I find a video of somebody doing it and 
honestly, within a minute or two of watching somebody clean or fold, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go do that. And it's weird because there's no transition. There's no planning. There's no stalling or procrastination. I just go do the thing, which I love. I'm like, is this how normal people function? They're like, I'm going to do something. And then they just go do it. Love it. And then the other technique for body doubling is that I have a friend on my phone on Zoom or FaceTime, and I'm trying to use this for doing things on the computer that I need to get done, because that's a really big aversion for me. And I will say there's a learning curve for this, because I've noticed with YouTube videos, if the person who is recording the video is talking, I it doesn't work for me. It just pulls me into watching the video instead of sending me off to go do the thing I am trying to do. And I will say that if you're going to ask a friend to body double with you, you need to have a conversation about what that means for you, what your hope and expectations are, and be clear and communicative about what your needs are for the body doubling session. I will also say that if you are going to ask a friend to body double, before you body double, make sure you set aside some time to actually be a friend, (laughs) to actually catch up with that person and let them in on what's going on in your life and just get connected a little bit. Because otherwise, as soon as you see each other's faces on the screen, there's like the desire or need to connect. I originally heard about body doubling when I was diagnosed with ADHD and I started following a couple of people on Instagram and there was a girl who offered a service of body doubling and I don't know if it would be better or worse to have like a stranger body doubling with you or to join in on like a group that's like, hey, we're joining up and we're all body doubling. I'm not, I might try that later in the month, but my plan for this week is to attempt to body double again. Um, with my friend Tina, I'm going to be using YouTube at least once a day to body double, to try to get some things done that I've been avoiding. But the big thing for me, it is currently the weekend. This weekend, I need to spend some time being really ugly, honest about the things that I'm avoiding so that I can use these techniques specifically in those areas. Because some things, even though they're annoying, because they're routine, it's easy for me to get them done. Like pet care. Because taking care of live things is always going to be a priority. So this is what I'm doing in July. I am trying to take my minimalism life approach and flip it on its head. I have overbooked my schedule both with my own appointments and kid appointments and stuff. I am setting up sensory breaks for myself and self-care routines for myself so that maybe I can also be pleasant during this month of chaos instead of taking it out on everyone and working to actually get some stuff done now that I know a little bit more about how my brain works. So, As you probably can tell from the pace of my voice during this particular podcast, I've been pretty hyperactive for about three days now, and I also would like to find a couple of outlets for that, for this 
uh, month because when I practiced jujitsu, I was so much more calm. Like I had an outlet for my hyperactivity. So it wasn't just in my head and rabbit holes and all that. It was a physical exercise release. So I need to find some exercise programs to work into this month. And then I also am allowing for more um, downtime to physically stem and to release the energy. And yeah, that's it. So I'm going to come back in about a week, I think, and do an update and just talk about what's working, what's not working, what needs to be tweaked a little bit more and kind of see how it's going. I'm, I'm pretty excited to be working on a lot of these different things. It just feels like things are going in a good direction. They're not easy. It's stressful. It's challenging. I still have down days, but I want to try to just do things a little differently. Oh, I got a little distracted. So minimalism. I tried to make my life so easy and so small, but what I'm finding is that when you clear the deck and you create that peace around you with a really minimal life, that anything that happens that disrupts that peace is like a big deal. It feels like a big deal. And instead of continuing to live an avoidant lifestyle and trying to control my environment so much to maintain a level of peace, I'm going to try to just learn how to roll with the chaos and, you know, participate in life again, because my hope is that it can't be COVID forever. So, or whatever else is coming up next, you know, I just, I can't keep doing what I've been doing and expect to have a different outcome. So, as always, stay optimistic and a little salty. And I will be back in about a month or, or not a month, haha, <laughs> maybe. I'll be back in about a week or two to do an update about how my three tools are working. I might talk a little bit about what sensory stuff I'm working on and just kind of give an update about how things are moving forward and offer encouragement to those who are also trying to make things a little different. Talk to you soon.